0: Do you sometimes feel like you're just struggling to keep up? Like your responsibilities are just never ending between the homeschool lessons, the housework, like how is my house still messy? I don't understand. (laughs) The soccer games, quality time with the people that you love, rest if that's a real thing for moms. And I have a secret, it is. But sometimes it just seems like too much. But before you give up or go cry in the bathroom, Just kidding, but no, seriously, if you have cried in the bathroom today, there is no shame here, totally been there. But before you go do that, check out these 10 time management hacks to help you find balance, to use your time more efficiently and to stay focused to just get the things done. So grab something to write with and take some notes because there's some good stuff in here. Let's do it. mama welcome to the nurse mom podcast where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets healthy habits and balanced nutrition god is calling you to a life of peace joy and rest even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs you can't get a minute to yourself and you feel like you have a million things to do So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Nurse Bomb podcast. Today we are talking 10 time management hacks to help you find some balance in your crazy life. Okay, so today we are going to walk through three problems, I think three, one, two, three problems that we commonly face when trying to get the things done and trying to manage our days effectively and then 10 solutions to deal with these problems. So problem number one, there is just not enough time, right? There's like literally not enough time to do all of the things that we need to do, the good things that we want to do, the things that we don't really feel like doing, but if we don't do them, you know, things can get really messy like the laundry and the dishes, (laughs) Or maybe some of you love doing the dishes. That's cool, too. So there really really sometimes is not enough time to do it all. And like, I get that. I'm in a busy season right now, and I know that a lot of you are, too. Fall can be really busy. I'm taking a business course to help me with this podcast, and it is intense. It's soccer season, so we are at the field a lot. And we've got all of our normal daily things, our homeschooling and like housework and all the things that we need to keep up with. You might not be able to do it all. So solution number one is you need to know your priorities for each season of life because those can change depending on where God has us and depending on what's going on. For each week because priorities can change week to week. And for each day because as we go through the days, you know, I might think that something is a priority and then... Depending on how the day plays out, I realize that actually there's something that needs to take a higher priority and I need to adjust my day to accommodate that. So for example, right now, one of my priorities is working on this podcast. I have committed to this course and that's, that's what I'm doing right now. So in this season in my life, the podcast comes before cleaning. And no, that doesn't mean... <laughs> that I don't clean, right? Because that could be a hot mess. But what it does mean is that if I have to choose between not getting my podcast done or not getting the house dusted, I choose not to dust. And in all honesty, dusting is kind of like very low on my list of priorities. So if you ever come over, don't look in the corners of my rooms because they will be dusty. But knowing your priorities helps you to make wise decisions with your time so that you can pour into the things that God is calling you to right now. So how can you be clear on your priorities? I always do a weekly and a little tiny nightly planning session to prioritize, right? To know what my focus should be for that day. So, for example, so Sundays I do my weekly planning. I just look through what I have going on. Um, you know, if something in my routine has to change, I need to figure out where to put it. I'm, I'm doing that, and I I think about what is important for me today. If I have something going on in the business that's important, I have to put that in there and make that our priority. If it's my son's birthday, like it is tomorrow, that a priority I have things that I need to do that I wouldn't normally be doing and it's a priority to get that done so we can celebrate him right so our priorities change weekly and then they can also change daily so if I thought I was going to get something done on Tuesday like for instance my grocery order that I was supposed to get done today didn't get done now it wouldn't normally be a priority on Wednesday but that has shifted. Now Wednesday, my priority has to change a little bit because we need food to eat. So we need to make sure that we're paying attention to what our priorities are and where they belong. Like what is the priority for today? What is the priority for this week? And have it clear in your mind so you can make wise decisions. So that I know if my friend invites me over to for a play date or whatever and I would love to go, but then I remember, actually, we my priority is getting the groceries done today because if not, like everyone in the house will hate me, <laughs> right? It's also so important to consider when you're thinking about your priorities, what does the Bible teach us about priorities? What does God tell us about priorities? We need to align what's important to us with what's important to Him if we want to thrive, right? God calls us to put our relationship with Him first, to put our relationship with others first so these need to always be a priority to us and then also what is God calling you to in this season Maybe, he's, maybe he is literally calling you to keep your house dusted because your husband mentioned that it's important to him and you want to uplift him and show him that you care about what he cares about. Or maybe dusting's not important and we can let that one slide and we're going to focus on some of our other relationships or something else that God is calling us to. So if you want to get clear on your priorities, I have a workbook that kind of walks you through this process called the Nourish Necessities Workbook and I will put a link to it in the show notes. Okay, the next solution is the strategy of rotation. Because no matter how much you prioritize, sometimes there's still just not enough time for all the things that you need to do. So what do we do about that? Well, we can rotate the things, right? So we might not have enough time to do science every day, so we can do it once a week. Or maybe we don't even have enough time to do science once a week, and we do it every other week. Whatever works for you and your family, whatever God is calling you to, You might have too many tasks, home management tasks, to dust every week. That's okay. Do it every other week. Guys, I dust my house like once a month. But that's okay because it's not a priority for me right now. And I'm okay with that because there are other things that I am pouring into right now. So when it comes to dusting, I rotate it on like a monthly basis with the other chores that I'm doing. And that works for me. So with the strategy of rotation, I set aside a time block for similar tasks. So maybe it's my chores, maybe it's for schooling, whatever it is, I group like tasks together and then I use that time block to rotate through those those similar tasks. So I might be on a rotation where I'm doing each of those tasks once a week or maybe it's once a month. So the strategy of rota- rotation allows you so make sure you're getting all of the things done and realizing that you don't have to do them every day or every week, but that you can rotate those important things so that they all get touched upon enough, but where it's not taking up so much of your time. Okay. Problem number two, we are too distracted to focus. Like, hello, this is my life as a mom. My attention is constantly being sucked up by my kids. Mom life. <laughs> No, I love it. They're fun. They really are. Um, so here is solution number one for this problem. Task partitioning, right? We might only have 10 minutes to focus on something before our kids call us in with like a huge problem or they are, they're upset about their math work because they don't understand it. Or, you know, they're fighting in the next room. We might only get 10 minutes. So how can we use that 10 minutes effectively when it seems like it's going to take an hour to get the laundry done or, you know, 30 minutes to clean the bathroom? So what we do is we take these bigger tasks and we break them into smaller, more manageable tasks. So instead of thinking I have to clean the whole bathroom today, I'm going to think I need to clean the toilet. I need to wipe the mirror. I need to wipe the sink. That's three five-minute tasks. So I can break that up and when I have five minutes, I can do the one task. I don't put it off because it's too overwhelming and I feel like I can't get it done because the truth is I don't have 30 minutes to get it done. But if I break it up into smaller pieces and I partition it, it makes it more manageable and then it's realistic for my busy life. Solution number two, involve your kids in the things that you need to do and you want to do. Work out together. Right? I take my kids running. They ride their bikes and their scooters. I get my run in and they get to have fun on their bikes and scooters. We read the Bible together. Sometimes we clean together and I get it. Like sometimes you just wanna clean by yourself or you just wanna go running by yourself. That's totally okay too. There is time and space for that, but there are lots of things that you can do together that you can involve your kids in that are gonna make it easier for you to get the things done that you need to get done and you want to get done. Okay, so we're still talking about too distracted to focus because we got kids running around here. Solution number three is to encourage independent play from a young age and know what your kids are into at this stage where they're at and have it out and ready for them to stay engaged. So for instance, my kids love Legos like most young boys love Legos and our Legos are just out like all of the time, like honestly. This might not work for you, but our kitchen table is actually pretty much like a Lego table at this point, point. and it works for us, and it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother my husband, and it keeps my kids busy throughout the day. Whenever they're bored, they end up gravitating towards the table and staying busy playing with the Legos. We keep books scattered throughout the house, um, different puzzles that they like. We just pushed our trampoline up to the deck. And you wouldn't realize what a huge change that made. Just by putting it closer to the house, they have been out there constantly since we moved it there. So keep the things that they like accessible so it's forefront in their mind and they just go and play with it on their own. You can even rotate the toys if they get bored with things. I know lots of people that will bring things out that they haven't played with in a while. Just scatter it, you know, put some, put one thing on the table, put something in the playroom. So that when they walk by it, they're, they're interested and they start to play with it. And then you get 10 minutes of some time where you can focus on something. Now, an offshoot of this solution is to encourage independent work from a young age. Now, I spoke about this in the last episode, four steps to create routines that cultivate responsibility. Um, We talked all about how to get your kids to do their work without nagging, which is really important, I feel like. Um, But that episode walks you through that process of how to create those routines that help them to want to get their work done independently from a young age. And then when you get them to play or work on their own – Throw on some headphones so you don't get distracted. Otherwise, like I don't know about you guys, but I find myself jumping in to every disagreement that they have or every issue when lots of times they can work it out on their own. So I'm spending a lot of unnecessary time and energy and words butting in what I'm not necessarily needed. And I could just keep my headphones on, tone a little bit of it out, and stay more focused on what I need to do. All right. Problem number three, we're not using our time efficiently. So maybe you're in a slow season, you're like, I'm not even busy, but I still always feel behind and like I can't keep up. Like, why? What is happening? And I do feel in the summer that, that this is happening. Um, you know, I'm just not as busy in the summer, but somehow I'm still really busy. So guys, it's because of Parkinson's law. So this is the old idea that work expands to fill the time allotted for its completion. So if you have an hour before you have to leave the house and you need to get your bag packed to go. Your it could take you an hour to pack your bag somehow in the crazy time space warp continuum because There's no pressure to move fast. So we're basically wasting time. We're not using it efficiently or effectively. So solution number one, use a timer. I use a timer frequently throughout my day for like so many things. I put a timer on when I'm in the shower. So I don't, and not like all the time. Sometimes I just want to take a relaxing shower. But when I shower in the morning and I just want to get showered, I put a 10-minute timer on. So I'm not in there like, la, 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 wasting a ton of time. So I know when 10 minutes is up and I'm like, all right, time to move on, time to get out. I use it for my dishes. I use it for my quick cleanup. Um, I even use it for our schoolwork. So I know, like, are we staying focused? Are we staying on point? Are we just kind of like lollygagging around? It also helps you to stay realistic with your time because when you put a timer on, you know how long things are taking you so you can plan effectively. I know that the dishes take me 15 minutes in the morning. I know that my shower takes me 10 minutes. If I'm consistently going over that timer, then I know that I need to plan for more time because I'm not being realistic. Solution number two, music for motivation. Whatever music is gonna keep you moving and get you motivated. I love to put on Mozart. For some reason, his music, like the dun, 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 keeps me motivated to move fast and work faster and stay focused. So whatever kind of music is going to keep you motivated, throw it on. Solution number three time blocking so when I set up my schedule and when I teach my clients to set up their schedules we use a time blocking method and then we have a focus for each block of time so we know what we're supposed to be focusing on and we're not getting distracted we're not wasting our time um we're not thinking like oh right now is a perfect time to do the dishes even though I'm supposed to be doing homeschool with the kids I don't know, I'm sure you guys can relate to that. Like sometimes when we're supposed to sit down to do our work, I just look around and I get really distracted with, oh, let me do the dishes real quick. Let me take out the trash real quick. Let me um, let the dog out. But with time blocking, we, we pick a focus and we stick with that focus. And then we also know, because we've already blocked out our time with the different focuses, I know that I actually have time to do the dishes and take the trash out after. So it's not bothering me that it's not done right now. All right, and for solution number 10, guys, there's gonna be times when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel like you can't keep up. That is just a normal part of life. And the solution for this is prayer. Trusting in God's plan. Because I promise you, if God has called you to these things, if he's called you to be a wife, if he's called you to homeschool, if he's called you to have a home that you need to keep up with, he will equip you. And if he hasn't called you to something that you're doing, that is another episode with a whole nother can of worms. And if that's you, I want you to go back and get your priorities straight and really get focused on what God is calling you to right now. And you're going to do that by going and downloading the Nourish Necessities workbook. So... Guys, I promise you, like God has got your back. So you can stop getting stressed out. We can stop getting worried or uptight. We can stop looking around the house and thinking of all the things that we have to do and getting overwhelmed. We can stop looking at the schoolwork and getting just overwhelmed with all the things that we feel like we should do. Because God has good plans and he's not going to leave you stranded. So when you're starting to feel that way, relax and pray and ask God to bless your time, ask him to bless the work of your hands. Guys, I can't tell you how many times God has blessed my time when I has pre- when I have prayed this, when I just felt overwhelmed and I'm like, there's no way I'm getting all this stuff done. and I, I just prayed and then somehow, somehow, but God, it all works out. And I look and I have extra time. It doesn't even make sense. But with God, these things are possible. And ladies, if you need a quick win, if you need a strategic plan for an area that you're just struggling to find time for, I am giving away free coaching to the first three moms who email me at brandy at So I'm testing a new coaching framework and I just wanna get some feedback before I launch it to the public. So you will get one hour of coaching. You'll leave with a strategic plan to tackle one area that you're currently struggling to find time for. You'll get a PDF visual printout of your new routine to reference as you're going about making the changes and a troubleshooting check-in email so we can touch base and just troubleshoot any things that are not working and that you need to reevaluate and go from there. All right, so if you need this quick win, email me. I'll put my email in the show notes. All right, ladies, I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that you have gotten some tips to help you manage your time effectively, to help you balance your days and get all the things done that you have on your plate. And I just pray that the Lord blesses your week, that he walks with you, that he guides your steps, that he helps you manage your time effectively, that he blesses your time and blesses your work and blesses your family. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.